Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Black History Month. I'm excited and welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. Here on Living a Rich Life talk show, we inform, inspire, and encourage each other to live the principles of Living a Rich Life Network. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. We all have a story to tell, and today's guests are no different. With that being said, let's talk about it. Our first guest is a perfect mixture of brains and beauty. Uh, some of her recent work includes featured roles in TV and film industry, such as Ride Along 2, Flight, The Game, and Vampire Diaries. She is a published individual, well-respected entertainer, who is quickly breaking barriers for women of color. Again, she is a triple threat making strides in the entertainment industry. Please welcome actress, model, entertainment personality, the talented, and need I say beautiful, Miss Lauren Hendricks. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how y'all doing? Well, as I like to say, I am better than amazing, Lauren. Um, thank you for taking the time to join us. We, are, we appreciate you um, joining the show today. Of course. Of course, it was my pleasure. Why wouldn't I? It's you. Duh. Uh, this, this is true. And, and, and my team, we did some research and we discovered we have one thing in common and that you're a Virgo. Yes. Virgos are the best. This, this is true. Which so let's... You September 14th, right? September 14th, yes. And yeah. you are the 16th. Right, right, right. Okay. It gets no better than that. So so let's get right into it because I know folks, you know, a lot of my team was very inquisitive and they want to know a few things about you. And we want to hear your story and, and how it all got started. Um, so tell us, tell us who, who is Lauren Hendricks? Oh, wow. Okay. So Lauren Hendricks really is a small town country girl from Alabama. Um, I'm originally from Birmingham, Alabama. Then we moved to Huntsville, Alabama. Um, our family had an engineering company and they wanted my mom to come to help them, you know, build the engineering company up. So we went down there and that's pretty much what happened. We stayed in Huntsville and and I mean, like I said, I'm a very simple country girl that had large dreams. I really originally wanted to be a doctor or, you know, a lawyer or something else. And ever since I had that internship at the radio station um, in 95.7 in Birmingham, I just, it was in high school and I just, I was like, man, you can actually get paid to have fun and joke and talk to people? What? That, that, that's, oh. that's a beautiful thing. That's, that's a beautiful thing. So you wear you wear many hats, which is you know it sounds just like a Virgo trait, um, and we're gonna break them down piece by piece. Is that all right with you? Oh, of course. Let's do it. All right. So so let's let's start with modeling first and, and foremost. So how did you get into that realm of modeling? I'm be honest with you, modeling. Okay. So every I can just say every female really deep down inside always wants to be that female 
representation of beauty, you know? So being a model was like the biggest thing that you can get close to doing that. And all my life, and I'm not gonna lie, I used to get picked on as a kid. And it used to be a lot of things that weren't very supportive when it came to my looks or whatever. And, you know, wearing glasses and being a a nerd. I was in aerospace classes and it just didn't balance out like that. So um, and you know, we weren't the richest people either. So if you walk in in school with floods on, you gonna get joked on. So I just kind of like over time, I just saw that the representation of beauty needed to change. And I wanted to show people that being beautiful is not just what you look like is really your personality. And I wanted people to see my outward so that I can show them my inward. So that's why I wanted to be a model. Okay. So that's that's interesting that you, that you say that because um, one you you know you are an attractive woman so that's first Thank and foremost. Um, during our research, there was a quote that one of my team members pulled up, and and she got really caught on. She got caught on this quote, and it, it was known for art, not just looks. Um, what what did you mean when you when you say that? Um, see, that's something that I say all the time about myself because. You know, I really think that people sexualize so much, which I think sexuality is beautiful and it's art, you know, but I just feel like people take the the meaningfulness of the soul from the picture. You know, I want to be looked at as an artwork, not just, oh, that's that fine girl in that picture, you know, so it's, that's what I meant by that. And most people, you know, when they come at me, they, they say that about me because most sets I go on, I, I be myself and they be like, yeah, she's more of artist because I really take deep pleasure in in whatever I do it's Absolutely. you know I'm not looking to just be so sexy in the picture I know I want to bring some kind of emotion when you see me in this picture what does it say to you that's why if you ever look up on a lot of my captions when I post pictures you will see that I ask questions what do you see what do you think I'm thinking what do you you know what space am I in because I want people to guess and you know for me to answer and understand that you know Art has always been beauty, no matter what size you are, no matter what you look like, whether you're butt naked or you got fully clothed, it's, it's I, art. I know that's right. I, and and I, I co-sign on all those things. So so how long have you been modeling? Um, I've been modeling, well, shoot, technically, professionally, I've been modeling for, what, seven years since I first moved to Atlanta. So, yeah, it was kind of for me a little bit when it came to the modeling. Oh no. Okay. And and has has that that modeling led to um you know some other things cuz I, I know you've done some acting um and um you know yeah, I will say you you're pretty good. We're going to we're going to talk about <laughs> we're going to talk about a film that is a favorite of mine. Okay. Um and which is Love Jones. Oh, yes. And and I I know you you did a uh, uh, something called Sweetest Thing and and Sweetest Old, thing, Love yes. Jones. Mm-hmm. So tell us, how much fun was that? Because Love Jones is a classic. Love Jones oh, classic. wow. Uh, being real with you, I'm a, I've am always been a classic movie watcher. Um, even when I was a little kid, I used to watch like throwback movies from the 80s and 70s and things because um, I also love fashion. And I always thought that the fashion was so outgoing and just like, you know, it was just everything to me. And I enjoyed watching it and the style and the love and passion that people had in these movies. So, I mean, Love Jones was just like, why not? I mean, it didn't make sense not to, you know? It was just beautiful. And I just really wanted to represent, you know, show how 
this classic is not going anywhere. That's why it's a classic. It's, it's never going to fade. It never gets old. Every time you see a remake of it or anything, you just know, oh, this Love Jones. You don't even have to guess. Like, it's just beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so when it comes to, because uh, we're going to toggle back and forth between the modeling and, and, and the acting, um, how, so how do you prepare for it for photo shoots? Uh, I think one of my, my folks, they brought something to me um, and they was like, oh, how does she prepare? Because they really, they really engage now because they want to know a lot of stuff. <laughs> the so how do you prepare for, for new photo shoots? Well, most of the time, honestly, um, I always say know the genre. Um, it's, it's a it's difference between how you model for um, a commercial ad and hair ads and, you know, high fashion ads or more edgier looks. You know, you have to know what are you where are you selling? You know, so you have to be aware of that. And once you understand the genres and understand what you're selling, you should maneuver your poses accordingly to that. You know, what I mean, like, let's say I do a commercial for um, this water bottle or something. You know, if that's how you don't want nobody on there like You know what I mean? Like, it's just like you have to prepare for what you're trying to represent for this item. Like, I mean, when you drink water, I mean, don't you don't you feel refreshed? You should have a refreshed look on your face. Refreshing look. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I, I like that. I, 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 can, I can see that. So because you've done some, again, when it comes to modeling for products, oh, yeah. you've done some for some hair, right? I, oh gosh, oh my gosh. I've done a lot of, I've worked for ORS, um, Soft and Beautiful. Um, I've done several hair campaigns, like weave campaigns. Oh my God. Being rude you so many. Sometimes I just, it, it just be like, oh my God. I sometimes don't even remember half of them because sometimes my friends will tell me like, Lauren, you know, I just seen you on Miss Jackie's, right? And I be like, oh, really? Oh, when did I do that? Oh yeah, I did do that. So, I mean, it, it comes... That usually is my big trend thing that I used to do. I'm I'm pretty much do a lot of hair ads for hair companies. Um, they, yeah, that's pretty much what I do a lot of when it comes to the modeling. Yeah, one of my one of my one of my team members said, um, "Is that her on that box? It was a red box, and it was a hair product." I said, "I I believe that is her." I said, "Next time, come with the actual name." Yeah, just take a picture of it. Nine times out of ten, it might be honestly because it's it's interesting, and I love. Well, it was you, huh? It it was you. It was me. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was definitely you. It was definitely you because I, I love you. <laughs> Just let you know right there. Yeah, yeah. Facts. So, so what what would you say is your best feature on your on your body? My best feature to me, honestly, I love my legs. I think legs are everything. Legs. Legs. I love legs. Legs, I legs. and some heels. Yes, legs and the heels. I'm not gonna lie. Now, Naomi Camel, it really was like was one of the people that really just made me just cr like, oh my god, those legs! Like legs are everything to me. I always love my legs, and that was the one thing I can say. You know, my people actually compliment me on a lot, especially when I was growing up. It's like, oh girl, you got them long legs, and that's what I, you know, the, you know how it is. Now. I was like, oh girl, you got them long legs, girl. You better walk with them. So it just kind of. Was always my thing. I was like, yeah, legs are kind of nice. Oh, we, we use these. Uh, are, are there any types of modeling um, you, you wish or try to avoid? Um, 
realistically, I try not to do anything that makes me feel too uncomfortable. And I'm pretty comfortable with my body and things like that. I just never want to dilute my standards or what I represent as a woman, especially of a woman of color. I don't want to do any trashy magazines or things that make me look less than what it is. Because like I said before, I don't see anything wrong with, you know, implied nude or things like that to express the beauty of the woman's body. But it's also about how you represent that, you know what I'm saying? The representation of it. Like, you know, I never just, you know, you never see me just put up me doing like implied nude with my legs just all over the place. And it's about showing the curves and the nice beauty of the softness and the essence of being a woman. That's what it's about. Okay. Okay. Let's shift gears. Let's shift gears. Let's talk a little business sense, right? Okay. So we, we identify that you are the, the CEO of Glitches and Glitter Cosmetics. Yes. So please uh, share with us. So those that are just tuning in and watching and listening, we are talking with the talented and lovely Lauren Hendricks. Um, we're talking modeling. We're talking acting. We're talking entertainment personality. We're, we're talking business here on Living a Rich Life. Uh, so tell us, tell us about Glitches and Glitter Cosmetics. Okay, so Glitches and Glitters Cosmetics, um, I really, like I said, I I love the fact that your flaws can be your beauty. And that's kind of basically what Glitches and Glitter means. Even though, you know, somebody on the outside looking in might look at me and be like, oh, well, she has it all. And, you know, but within me, I know my glitches. I know what I find that's not that attractive, but... At the same time, it makes me who I am. So that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that's what it necessarily the name Glitches and Glitter stands for. Um, you see the teddy bear has like an X over his eye because it can't be a perfect teddy bear. So, you know, and I just. That was pretty dope. I got to say that was pretty dope. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I had to do that because I mean, like everyone was like, OK, but it had to be a little rugged. You know, you have to give both sides because that's one thing I don't believe in. And that was what I don't believe that. You can be perfect. And I feel like some people strive so hard for perfection that they forget to be themselves or forget that. Don't you realize you are perfect just because you are the way you are? Now, I understand you do need to believe in good, you know, good health and all these things, you know, that makes you better inside and out, you know, healthy, you know, healthy. But when it comes to like, oh, my eyes, you know, things like that, physical, you know, glitches. I just feel like, I mean, that's what makes you beautiful. And I want this makeup line to enhance those glitches, not necessarily cover them up. Because as you can see, I really don't carry any like foundations or concealers or things like that. It's really, there. there's highlighter, which illuminates the cheeks. It's lip gloss, illuminates the lips. It's eyeshadow, illuminates the eyes. You know, I wanted to hit those parts of the body that really, to me, are very beautiful and essential on anybody. Absolutely. They get it. They get it popping, as I, I like to say. You got to get it popping. popping. Absolutely. So tell uh, tell our viewers, our audience, how they can, um, you know, one, stay in contact with you um, and how they can get some of your products. OK, so you always can go on to my personal Instagram. I have um, you can click the link in the bio and it has my website, has my link to every way of communicating with me on there to be honest with you and my instagram name is l-l-a-u-r-y-n-h-e-n-d-r-i-x lauren hendrix so 
just, you know, if you want to know anything about me, you can find it all there. My bio, if you want to contact me about business purposes, if you want to actually also, I do offer um, modeling classes for posing. Um, so people can learn, you know, about different genres and how to come off. Cause a lot of people, what I realized about models, um, I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. My sound. This is the exposed video. You can. It's say. that a little shady, but it ain't shady. But it's. I've seen a lot of models that are models that are so like blown up, and I'll be in the room, and it's people that I'm excited about meeting mm-hmm. and being around because I, I love their work, and when I see their posing skills, it it hinders me. I, I mean, what I mean by that is, it's just it's very surprising to me how much coaching they have at this level, like at a certain level, like why does some, you know, and I understand what photographers say now when they say, well, I mean, I have to do everything. So why can't I, you know, basically get paid more? Yeah. Cause you teaching the, the model how to model. You're telling this model how to do what she's paid for. And that doesn't make sense to me. So instead of talking about people and being ashamed, I'm just going to offer some classes because people don't know how to go from one you know, post to the next, like, you know, uh, 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 you know, you, they right, don't want right. to just move and, and just go from one thing to the next. And it's kind of interesting how they don't. And I've seen a lot of people that I think are very known freeze. And when I'm like, when I see them freeze, I was like, it stopped me. And I, I, I don't even think it was a freeze on like a, I'm shy freeze because they wasn't, you know, shy when they was asking, can you hand me my Gatorade? So there's a freeze sure. like they didn't know what to they, do. They just didn't know what else to do. Like they just kind of like, okay, can I see what the pictures look like? Cause I, and I was like, girl, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta say, Lauren, I, I love your energy. I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised. I love your energy. I, I, I love it. I love it. So yeah. one of the things that um, we doing our research and kind of going through the, the, the different process of getting to know you and, and, understanding your story um you're you're based now in atl yes right and and you host events while you're out there what kind of events are you are you hosting oh these days? i well i host um i host of course parties who don't like to party in atlanta but um i do parties i do um events um women conferences i do a lot of those um you know, red carpet events, things like that. And I also have a um, new show that's about to come up. <laughs> Y'all going to see. I can't talk about it just yet, but it's coming. Um, it's going to be on People TV. So make sure you check me out. It's going to be on um, Comcast and also Peacock. So it's coming up. I'm excited about that. Um, I got a new co-host. With, well, I'm actually, I'm his new co-host because he's already been out there. So it's going to be interesting. I'm really, we trying to bring a little urban flavor to news and with you know with a little comedy central in there so it's gonna be it's a new adventure and i'm really excited about this one okay now because to go back because some of the things that that we dug up were again so you have the the modeling thing that you're doing now and i think there was something uh you had a youtube acting anxiety (laughs) yeah we went back no you did but it was actually, I mean, I'm no actor, but it was actually, it was, I mean, I thought it was pretty good for, for what, for what you were saying. 
I try to talk and speak from my honest opinion and tell people because like like I said before sometimes to me it seems like people there are working in the industry because like realistically I'm still not where I want to be yet you get what I'm saying I'm still like going over that hump I'm getting there you know doors are starting to open more and you know I do get anxiety, especially when sometimes when, when they give me lines and I'm just like, okay, Lauren, you you went on these lines a thousand times. Why are you freaking out? And I try to play it so cool. And people are like, how do you get nervous when you're so outgoing? Mm-hmm. It's honestly, it's the Virgo thing. I think because we like perfection. And if I don't feel like I'm perfect when I do it, I freak out on the inside. So you might not even see it on my face. I'd be sitting there smiling like this. And in my mind, I'm like, whoa, oh my God. Whoa, I didn't say that right. Did I pronunciate that right? Did it, you know, and so it, it's it's hectic. Like, especially when it comes to like you auditioning and you want a part that you know, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. And then it come back, you don't have it. You be like, huh, so am I a bad How did that happen? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I get it. So, I get it. What, so what, 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 what types of movies do, do you like? What types of movies do you like and what type of movies would you like to star in? Okay, so I really love like that artsy urban love stories. Um, Like I said, like, why do you think I like Love John so bad? You know, they're both artists, you know, and it's this love artistry thing I like. Um, I just think it's beautiful how, you know, people that are in the art world come together and find love with each other and it becomes art within itself so that's what i love about that and movies that i want to start acting in i want to do more action like that's the next thing i'm going into i'm going to um shout out to um atl stunts hey um they are great for stunt classes and that's what i'm working on next is really getting into stunts i want to be one of those warriors in the movies i want to be a you know hero come on marvel (laughs) <laughs> uh, are you a, so you're a Marvel fan? I am. I am. I am. I do like the action movies. I love all this stuff. Like that's always been one of my dreams, like being a Marvel movie or something and be an action, you know, hero. Maybe I can be a new when they can make up or something, you know what I mean? Something. You gotta speak it into existence. I'm, oh, oh, it's already there. <laughs> do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite actress or actor? Okay, I have two. And then I like I love Tiffany Haddish. Ah, she's pretty funny. Yes, and Taraji P. Henson. Ah, Taraji. Of course. Taraji, yeah. Oh, you say like, ooh, no, it was not no shade, was it? What's wrong with Taraji? No, not none at all. That's 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 no, my- no, I'm gonna tell you what my friend said. <laughs> she said, Lauren, you might as well go and take her place. It's time. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> She said, it's time, Lauren. She didn't, she didn't, I think she didn't hit a peak. I said, don't say that. Don't say no, that. not Shiraz. Not she still got some things going on. That's I mean, she has things going on, but they want me to take the acting seat. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Well, ain't nothing oh, wrong no, with no, that. we're not talking about she's dead career-wise. No, never that. She's too creative for that. But definitely, they was like, oh, Lauren, it's your turn. I was like, well, thanks. I was like, well, hey, bye. I love you, though. <laughs> I know that's right. So, so what what advice would you give someone trying to get into the uh, entertainment industry? Whether it's acting, modeling. Oh, I'm gonna give you some advice just in general when it comes to this entertainment business. Um, you have to realize that you have to love yourself when you start. Mm. You really have to love you, 
And when I mean love you, love you, love every corn, every every dimple, every every essence of you because this industry will tear you down. Just like I was saying that I thought I wasn't good enough because I didn't get this role. That does not mean that. That is just somebody else's face, face features or facial features fit better or, you know, something small that made this person better for it. And you have to realize that you have to fit in your own lane. And if there's not a lane for you, make one. I know that's for me. Make one. Don't you don't have to tell people to move off. You just tell them, hey, stand back because I'm shooting forward. That's all you have to do is just stay focused and know what you really want to do with your life. Because it did take me a long time. And like I said, when I moved here, I was going through, you know, emotional issues with myself. You know, people mm-hmm. would have never known that I was like really. I left Alabama because I was depressed. <laughs> I was like, I had graduated from college and I just was not happy. And realistically modeling and getting into the industry that I love actually helped me to really learn Lauren more and realize that at first I wanted to model because I wanted to make myself feel pretty. Then it became, no, Lauren, show everybody that is beauty in everything, you know? And, it, and I just started to love it and the energy and just learning to love myself for just who I am. Why not be yourself? I mean, it's boring not being myself. I used to kind of be scared to be goofy, outgoing Lauren. And I was like, yes, I thought this was, I thought I was so lame for being goofy, outgoing Lauren, because I mean, that's the, you know, crowd that I were my friends and that I grew grew up around. So, you know, you have to be the cool chick in the corner like this. Spoken to when spoken, you know, spoke, you know, speak when spoken to, you know, that's that Alabama thing, you know, man speak to you. Oh, hi. <laughs> you are something else. I, 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 you are something else. Yeah. Tell us, tell us, uh, tell us our viewers that are watching, uh, tell us what are, what are you really passionate about? I mean, your energy is just amazing. That's the first thing. But tell us what you are passionate about. Well, when it comes to just in general, my passion is spiritual health and, you know, just being happy. Like, I just want to be happy. Mm. Like, that's what I always said. Like, I just want to be happy. That's it. Like, whatever, if eating this peanut butter cup make me happy, you know, I can eat one a day, you know, at least one a day, you know. But I just want to be happy. I want to be around happy people, bringing in happy and good energy. And I just, I, that's what I, that's it. Like, I just want to be happy doing what I love to do, which is being in entertainment business, which was also, I had to put that on there. That was the reason why I wanted to be in the entertainment business. That's what I found out is mm-hmm. because I like making other people smile. I love that. I love making other people happy. I don't know why, but I just do. And I can be having a terrible day, but if I can joke with you and make you laugh at me, it's like, okay, I forget what I was mad about. I forget what I was sad about. It's just, it's just that positive energy of somebody else getting some kind of joy from me that made me happy. So I don't do it just because I want to be seen on TV because I think I'm cute. I do it because I really want to bring joy and happiness in this world. Yeah, and it, it's it's like second nature. I mean, right? I, I literally just I I got started. That's a Virgo thing. I'm yeah. telling you, it really. Is. That's what I was gonna say. I think it's a Virgo <laughs> thing. I'm 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 fine with being behind the scenes, but I, I leave that to Monty. He works the magic. My team, they do the research. They 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 reach out. They get the guests and all that other good stuff. And um, I'm just happen to be the face. I just happen to be the face. So, 
All right, we're going to switch it up a little. This is Black History Month, right? Can you hear me? Yes. What's up? Uh-oh, did I hear? Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So my second, that's my second guest. He's, he's <laughs> We, we got some time. So, Wiggs, I, I, I know you, you're listening. We're going to get you in here. I, I love it. When my guests are on time, it makes for a beautiful thing. Exactly. So, you know? My second guest, uh, Tracy I'm Wiggs. I'm leaving Tiki time. Yeah, yeah. He, no, no. He, he's a stand-up guy. Um, and But we're going to want you to stay on, too, because, again, y'all both in that entertainment industry like myself. So we're going to continue this interview. So we're going to s- switch it up a little bit because this is Black History Month. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to ask you some questions. All and right. We're we going to see uh, what your black look, kids look, if I know the answer. Uh, well, we'll give you multiple choice. We'll give you multiple choice. Look, can I do Google? <laughs> no, no, you can't Google. <laughs> right. So who was the first black justice on the Supreme Court? Clarence Thomas, Thurgood Marshall, William Hasty, and Claire Williams. The first black justice on the Supreme I, Court. I don't know this. Well, he, 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 there's an airport in Baltimore named after him. I don't go to Bob. I don't, I don't go there. <laughs> Not yet. It's cold right now. Thurgood Marshall. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was like, because being real with you, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was like, it might be Thurgood Marshall, but I ain't gonna lie, I don't really like him, so I'm not gonna talk about that. Oh, oh Lord have mercy. Okay. Uh, um, all right, so here's one. That, right there. I, I don't even know this one. Bessie Coleman was the first Black woman with what occupation? Pilot, physician, train conductor, mayor. I, I, I never even heard of Bessie Coleman. Bessie Coleman, Bessie, I think, I think, what is it, Air um, flight attendant? What was it? Uh, pilot. pilot. I think it's pilot, yeah. Pilot. Pilot. Yeah, that's what's like. I knew that. Yeah, she's pilot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now you, you should know this one. We, we okay. then we're gonna get back to the trenches. Colin Powell was the first black man to hold what cabinet position? Secretary of Treasury, Attorney General. Attorney. Yeah. Let me finish. Oh, okay. Secretary of Defense, Secretary of State. Oh, hold up. Ah, see. No, hold on. Is this secretary? secretary of State, right? Yes, there you go. Hey, there I was just, oh, look, I was like, oh, no, no, Secretary of State. You're right. Secretary yeah, yeah, State. Always good. listen before you answer. It, it, exactly, exactly. So we, I, I like this That's having two, I, I like having two folks in the, in the entertainment industry. So we're going to do something that we normally don't do. Um, we're going we're gonna to bring in our, uh, our second guest at the same time, and we're going to do this tag team style. He got a big head too. Are we gonna all fit in here? Absolutely. So, <laughs> without further ado, um, we're gonna do something different here today on Living a Rich Life Talk Show. We're gonna introduce our second guest, and we're gonna have both our guests at the same time. So, our second guest joining now is known for planning and executing shows and events targeting targeting a diverse audience, purpose to bring about inclusion and insight. He has been organizing events for schools for higher education, homecoming activities, festivals, and sold-out arenas, all while providing invaluable service to his clients. Mm. With more than 25 years in the entertainment industry, 
working with some of the most well-known comedian celebrities around in, in, in this day and time. Please welcome CEO of Just Wigan Entertainment, my fellow Morgan State alumni, Tracy Wiggs. Hey. All right. Oh, wait a minute. We 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 not we not we not ready yet, Wiggs. My my producer says we're not ready for you. Oh Lord, no. Oh I was ready. Like that's I, I was that's, ready for him. Yeah, that's that's a little different. That's a little different because normally Monty is, is is on top of things and he's probably working out something because I'm I, telling I, I you, the camera's struggling with our heads. I'm telling <laughs> you, it's a lot of weight going on right now. Like that's a lot of it's it's a lot of weight. Oh, all right. So that was on me. We're gonna we're gonna keep it going though. We're gonna we're gonna get bring we're gonna bring uh wigs in, in 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 a minute though. So so stay so stay with us. Yes, thank um, you. Come on. Yeah. So so tell me, so tell me, uh uh um, Lauren, who who would you like to work with in, in terms of from an an actor perspective? I know you work with some pretty known um photographers on the Marlin perspective. Yeah. Tell me who who would you like to work with from an acting perspective? Sparkly. Oh. Hands down. Spike Lee. I want to work with Spike Lee in general. I want to team up with him and make some incredible revamps of modern day Spike Lee. Well, I call it Spike Leeism. You know what I mean? Um, I personally, people don't know this about me, but I've been really um, thinking about actually, you know, producing some things myself. Um, I've been, I, I wrote a little couple little short film ideas, you know, I'm in my notebook I, um, about some things, you know, a couple of items and, you know, I, I just think so, I really so want to journal. Think. So you journal? Yeah. Oh, I love to write stuff down. I have, I have so many notebooks. I have notebooks in my house, like, you know, of ideas and things and checklists and Virgo, Virgoism. There you go. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I started doing stuff on electronics, but I, I actually writing stuff down these days is. I like writing down. I don't like, you know, I tried the electrical thing and it doesn't work for me because I don't go back to it. Mm. I go back to my notebooks. I don't know something about me. Like when I write things down, I remember it better than when I type it. I don't know why, but when I type things, you know, as for an idea or something, I just. It just don't it just don't melt into my soul the way when I put my finger in a paper and write for some reason. I don't know. Okay. Okay. So with with, with all that, and, and I know Monty, you're you're listening. Um, will you be able to get all three of us on? And and and, and I charge that to to because I Monty can do it all. Um I, I know he'll work it out, but I, I didn't prepare him for that. So uh I, I apologize, Monty. Yeah, he'll give me the, the beating later. Um, Mr. Wiggs, you ain't invite nobody out? <laughs> there we go. So so what's your superpower, Lauren? Tell me, what's your superpower? Oh, my God. I'm a superpower. But <laughs> I feel like my superpower really, honestly... I Everyone just, has a superpower, so I don't want to hear it. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm feel like this. I feel like... My personality is my superpower. Okay. I I really can honestly say my personality has gotten me roles and has gotten me out of things like 
crazy. And then, and then too, I think I have a really good intuition about stuff. Like I'll tell somebody, don't do it. I don't think you should do that. And as soon as they say, like, Lauren, I'm glad I didn't do that. I'm like, yeah, I felt it. Okay. Or I, I could tell somebody from a mile away, I'm like, that's not your friend. And I don't know how I could do that. Like, I could just read good energy and vibes. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's kind of creepy, actually. Well, that, that is a thing. That is a thing. And and as I said, Monty, the magician, he was able to work it. So um, without further ado, um, we're going to bring in our second guest now. And um, Lauren, you're going to stay on because you, you, you two probably could talk. <laughs> so please welcome CEO of Just Wiggin Entertainment, Tracy Wiggs. Wiggs, you there? Take yourself off a uh, uh, mute. We can't hear you. Mute. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, there you go. What's that? So what's good, sir? How are you doing? Man, you know I'm staying. I'm gonna work on all this. I'm staying working. I'm actually uh, got something to do with the uh, Capitals. I'm in DC. I'm downtown. We're gonna go to the Capitals game, but I think it's the kids. I, I see. So, so let's talk about that, right? Because my team did read that you all work for it. I am. Which, which is a good thing for 25 years in the industry. Um, tell, tell us about Just Wiggin Entertainment and how it came to be. Well, as you probably know, it started when I was at Morgan State University. Um, I was uh, with student activities. Uh, Mr. Heaney at the time, God rest his soul, but she kind of nurtured me into the entertainment industry because she saw I had a talent to deal with the arts. Nobody ever wanted to deal with the artists. Um, my advantage was, and I'm I'm jumping shit with a little, I'm jumping speed. But my, one of my superpowers was that um, I always had to get to get, you know. And uh, I could talk to the artists and soothe their souls when they were asking for things that we couldn't provide, like you know, then back then was alcohol and that kind of stuff. But we we, we had to get past the different So that's that's all. Okay, for more than that, we're going to do next thing. Okay, so and, and Lauren, if you have any questions, feel free because again, Tracy has a lot of experience in the entertainment industry. He's humble and very modest. He worked with some of the, the top comedians um, uh, in, in this day um, that are still around. Uh, okay. Uh, so, you might need to hook up, you know, do some business together. <laughs> Not a problem. Not a problem. Yeah, def definitely. See, one, one thing about living a rich life, I'm not just a video host. I'm a, I'm a network volunteer. And uh, I, right. I, I do this deliberately. I mean, so, exactly. Right. I mean, come on. You might get a comedian or something. I mean, you never know. So, so I think you're fun. So, so Tracy, <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us, what, what does it take to be a great entertainment agent? Uh, well, let's start, let's start what it takes to be an entertainment agent. Okay. Uh, you got to know how to suppress stress, but you know what it kills you. You take too much of it in at, at, at a short time. Uh, you got to know how to talk to all levels of people because we're not all on the same level. Now, I know the younger generation today uses that as, um, as a leverage to, to bolster their ego, but in this business, 
there are levels of people uh, that you need to talk to. There's one you may talk to a diva like Patty McBill versus just talking to somebody that's a billionaire rich like a Kevin Hart. So it's different levels of communicating with these people. And uh, it's nothing you want to learn in the book, but it's just it's a track record of years of experience. And um, that that would take a, a good agent, a great agent. Now you got to make decisions that not necessarily may be in your wheelhouse. Uh, with logistics, um, you know, a, a, an agent just wants to book an event and, and hope that it goes well and hear about the results tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 as I said, a great agent follows through from A to Z, holds the client's hand, and uh, gives them the security and confidence to move even when you're not there, but they feel like you're there. So, um, and a super agent is you can do it in your sleep, you can do it in your sleep, baby. Do it in your sleep. Uh, yeah. so, so, basically, you're a super agent, that's what you indicated. Absolutely. Oh, because, I, I um, knew it because you smiled too hard. I was, yeah, you know, super. Well, I, I only, and I only say that because over the years I've been approached by the big, we call the big four, which are Wayne Horse, ICM, CAO, and Dirt. And now they got new ones now, but I've been approached by them to join the team, but I've never been comfortable working with I, I have to, I had to realize that early. Um, I took orders for, for for five and a half years. I was actually in the before I came to school. I don't know if you do that. So I'm a vet. So I, I needed a break from that. And um, we, so I had to work twice. So, so Wiggs, let me tell you. Let me, let, let me tell you. Um, my team did identify that you were uh, in the military. So... Uh, yeah, I want to see one yeah. of them old military people. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I want to see you in a uniform. What's up? Yeah, it's good. Right. That can be handled easily. It's all good. What y'all say, hurrah? <laughs> Something like that. You want to be on the front track? You want to write track? So, so, so with, with with that being said, so let's let's share with our viewers how they can uh, get in contact with you, Tracy. Um, stay connected with you. Uh, right. So. I think I got one of the oldest websites up, but justwin.com is still up. J U S W I W G I N dot com. Um, it's basic, but it gets to the point. We don't we don't do a bunch of frills, but people know when they look for something to call. Uh, I, I actually got on social media years ago to monitor my kids, but then it came it came into business fruition that it became part of the tools that I needed to advance. So I am on Facebook. I am on uh, on Instagram, and I kind of leave it that. But um, yeah. my name. It's just my name. Oh, and, um, that's I the best thing to do. It's right. just my name. It's only one of me. It's only one of me. I can't. That's how I feel. You know, I don't want to shoot. That's how you feel. I mean, it's I only one Lauren Hendricks. Like, like you can you can Google Lauren Hendricks, and it's only one me. And it's you. Just, just, my big head going to pop up like this. Boom. That's unbelievable. I love it. I love it. Your, your big head. So for those that are just tuning in and watching, um, this is Rich James, host of the Living a Rich Life talk show. We are talking entertainment, all things entertainment, modeling, acting, agent, um, speaking with Lauren Hendricks and Tracy Wiggs. 
And um, we, we're having some good conversation. I, I would like to know from both of you, I would like to know, and we'll do ladies first. Lauren, what does a typical day look like for you? And then I'll pose that same question to you. Ooh, a typical day for me is I have to be on set before the sun is out. Um, and you be tired, you be groggy, but you have to be happy. You have to go on set and talk to people and interact and be nice and kind and you know know your lines and know exactly what you want on set for. Um, usually if I get wrapped at a decent time, it's gym, it's um, thinking about, you know, what's your schedule, checking email, um, making sure you get in contact with bigger and better opportunities. Get in contact with people like you, super manager, you know, and try to you know, get bigger situations and work with larger companies. Because um, people don't understand, you have to work with yourself. You know, and you push yourself, you're not going to get That's just you know, like, nothing like all out the sides now at all, period. So everything I ever got from company, emailing, contacting people, I'll be on a set and I will literally. And they're still emailing other people about other while I'm already booked for something. Because you have to realize, like, you have to get it. Like, if this is what you really love, you have to go out there and get it. And exercise and take care of your body, you know, get in contact with bigger and better opportunities, making sure you stay in touch with your fans. Because social media, like he said, is a big thing. It's not going anywhere. So you need to respond to people, keep them entertained, show them what you're doing with your everyday life. And it's, Every day is a show. Every day for me is a TV show. Hey guys, I'm here on set. You know, it's every day is a TV show. So you have to make sure you be on your P's and Q's. And it that it, that's it. The only time my show is cut off is when I tell myself, hey, it's time to go lay down tonight because I know I have to get up at, at 5 30 in the morning so I can be on set on time. Absolutely. So, okay. Now, Tracy, same question to you. And uh, I think my producer might unmute you. Or does he have to unmute himself? Hey, tell me, what's a typical day look like for you, Riggs? Well, my day is a little bit different because, again, I still got that from So I'm up every morning at 5.30 a.m. Um, I'm, I'm a single dad, so I'm getting my son off to school. And after that, I'm in the gym with my phone and my hip. And the calls start coming in probably about 6.30 a.m. So from the gym to the car, back to the office, I'm on the phone. And just the speed water past that, because it's phone, 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 take care, son, 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 phone, 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 because I do a lot of stuff on the West Coast. I'm usually on the phone probably on and off to about 11, to about 11, 11, 30. So, so, so Tracy, let me ask you this. When it comes to, like, um, you know, you have a lot of events and, and clients that you work with. Are there, um, you know, should we be looking for anything in the near future? What's some of the stuff you got coming down the pipe? Uh, there's a, there's a, um, was one of the, he was, he was the talent coordinator for HBO's Death Comedy. His name is Bob Summers. He always pulls me into um, his projects, and he has one that's coming up. It's probably going to be, I'm going to say, the next Deaf Comedy Jam. He was the hey. guy that founded our community. So he's got something that's coming up this year. This year. He and, is. Um, 
I heard, I kind of heard something like that about that. That's why when you said Boss Summers, I was like, oh snap, because they're trying to bring you back. I, I heard about that. Yeah. And um, right. yeah, it's some, it's some um, people, I think some younger comedians that are actually trying to prepare That's it. for that. That's it. I, I heard, I heard a little grapevine. I heard a little grapevine. Oh, good, good. So, so no old These are all. These are the next. These are the next. The, ne- the next through. generation. Yeah. That's somebody right. told so me to come on and step in there. I was like, me? I don't know. So this is my guy. This is my guy. But he he usually breaks them. He finds them. He breaks them. Then he brings them to me. And then he takes so, them so, what does it take to be found by you? Well, usually, well, it's different. Used to be, I used to run, I used to own my own car truck. Yep, yep. I was going to get to that. Get to that. Yeah, the House of Comedy. They trying to get me to bring it back. Um, there's some. I mean, COVID is probably the biggest enemy I have right now with that. But who knows? If the feeling is right, and also if the money is right, then we'll make it right. <laughs> in between time and in between time, um, yeah, man. Uh, so, answer Lawrence's question is just that a lot of guys are bring used to they used to bring me tapes, VHS tapes, then it became DVD. Now, it's, here's my link. Now, now, the best way though for me, for the whole school, is if I can see you on stage from people that don't know you. I don't need to see you. If you're in Baltimore, I don't need to see you at the Baltimore Conference. I didn't mean, see you in DC. If you're from DC, I made the decision to go. I made the decision to land in Miami. Wherever I got shows at, if you tell me you're that good and you want to take a chance, I've never shot anybody there. If you can get to where I truly go, I'm going to give you that time on stage. You're going to open up in front of somebody very major, but I'm going to know then if you got it, if there's something on a bucket list that you're trying to do. Yeah, okay, that's, so, that's what's up. So, so real quick, Lauren, so because one of the things that I, I've, I've been doing is on a monthly basis now, I am bringing comics to a Black-owned venue once a month, and they're younger comics, and I'm focusing on Baltimore folks, um, but the goal is to kind of, you know, bring some fresh faces for the whole comedy, and I'm sure y'all have seen it on Instagram, so, you know, Tracy, you got something going on. I, I definitely like to come and check it out. And we'll, Absolutely. Get, we'll make it happen. And Lauren, you're invited also. Hey. Now, so, so what? I think you had, you had a question. You had a question for uh, for Wigs. Oh, Wigs. I was just gonna ask him. I was like, who do you suggest to go to for some kind of training? Prepare yourself for this type of training. Um, well, like, okay, so I'm so Lauren, I'm born and raised in DC, but I'm not, I don't live in DC, I live in Maryland, but in DC, like the improv, they have comedy school. Okay. So places like that, that's that's where you're going to get there. Let's just say the right way to go, but then if you serious about it or you want to see something that you would like to do, then I would say just go to your open mic, kind of rub shoulders with the comedians, let them give you, get start out with just three to five minutes, because you're funny for that, come on, I know somebody told me, I'm not, I ain't talking about the agony stuff, that's one thing, but you funny, I, but, so, so before Rich even asked me, I was going to say my other superpower is, and probably why I lasted so long in this business, because I can recognize talent from a mile away. So I guess. not your acting skills, not her acting skills, 
but definitely she has a sense of humor, right? And if you can find funny with some of the things that actually people like find normally funny, if you can turn it into something funny, that's that doesn't that's not really a talent when it comes to art. So yeah, that's why everybody keeps nothing that, to do. It's like Lauren, you really go into comedy. I don't know why you ain't tried. I'm just like, where do you live at, Lauren? Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. All right. Well, I got some events coming up down here. I'll make sure I link over to you um, and see what you want to do. Yes, yes, sir. I think I got D.L. Hughley. I think I got D.L. Hughley. I got to look at this guy. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this on. No, definitely. I got definitely Gita. Wrap, we'll get some tag information. We, we'll see what we can do. I'm serious. Yeah, hey, if, if we can make some money, not, let's do it, baby. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> drink to that. I'll drink even to if that. I'm not, even if I'm not there. I know a couple of comedians that I could turn you on to, like Kelly Pills, Mario Tori, DC Young Fly, people that live there. Okay, first of all, I got a question for you. A question for me. All right. This is a double interview, Rich. That wasn't yes, that. yes. No, no, this 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 is what it's about. I mean, I I, I gotta tell you, like I said, I, I am the network concierge. And um, okay. I, I enjoy this. I, I am enjoying this. We got a, I got a few more questions that I wanna make sure that folks out there watching and listening. Um, right. but by all means, we, this, this is what we do. Go ahead, Lauren. Okay, it's not really a question, but it is a question. Okay, so first of all, I think I met you already before because you tried to um, DC Young Fly. When you came to Atlanta and you came to the candy factory, I think. And and um, I had that television, I had that show um, on air. Oh, so you have some... Uh uh, I guess I think we, we already met before because when I saw his face, I was like, hold up, I already met him before because that's why I was waiting on him to say some of the representation or people that he has worked with. Because uh-huh. I was like, I know I met him before through um DC Young Fly because he actually he said that to me before because like I was saying, we was in there watching Candy Cody Nights. And I had a show at um on their at their station too called TGIT. I mean on their station, TGITV t- called Tea Time. Tea Time. I was gonna T-time. mention that. Yes, tea time. And so I used to do the tea time or whatever. It was the same thing. That was my co-host. He walked up to me and said, oh, you that day when you saw me. Long time ago. So that's why I kind of thought it was kind of ironic. And before you started talking to me, I was like, Well, we're going to start it fresh. We're going to start like we ain't That ain't ever happened. We're going to move forward. Let's move this forward. Day on. Let's go. That's, a good, that's a good idea. And, and I will say this. When we move forward next time, Tracy, I'm going to need yes, you sir. to be in somewhere that's less noisy. <laughs> absolutely. 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 Yeah. I, got, I literally got like a couple hundred people behind me. Right? I can tell. Listen, I want you. I want you to tell. I want you to tell. I want you to tell me. And tell us your funniest experience with a client and/or celebrity. Wow, that's too many to name, but um, oh, wow, that's why I asked the question. Right, um, probably one of the funniest is uh, it, 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 it didn't start out funny. But Kevin Hart, uh, I had to show him at Virginia Commonwealth University in Richmond, Virginia. Now, I didn't know his, his mom had passed the same week that he was a soldier. He came to the show like, two, like three days later, my mom died. And I had to take him to go get a tattoo. And he just turned, this is before he was who we all know him as today. Yeah. So 
his mom had cancer. I, I knew he was gonna be that that next person to make it. Um, he just he, he, he dealt with his his, his pain through laughter. And if you notice, he has one corn thing through laughter. And um, it was just I, I had a different perspective and a different respect for him after that. Uh, a lot of the other guys, they just like to be around me because I got their check. So it's, I understand that. And I, I, I accept that. But um, he's always the one that's always, I can be myself and we can, we snap, John, whatever you want to call on each other. And it's been like that. I think we've been probably like that for at least uh, 20, 20 plus years. See, that's, that's real love and that's real character. See, that's what I was telling him about earlier, how I, what I like about artistry and real entertainment. To me, being a real entertainer is just to get the glory, but the love and the energy and just being yourself of it. It's just like who makes the money come. That's why he's working for him. He didn't do anything for himself. And that's what I try to do. That's the whole purpose. What I like to do is, I, I have a question that I always ask my guests. It's a standard question, and that, uh, again, we'll let ladies first. So, Armani, if you can put Tracy on uh, mute. Um, so, the question is, what does living a rich life mean to you, Lauren? Okay, living the rich life to me is, oh, having all the Gucci shoes and bags. No, I'm for real. No, that's not <laughs> There's a side of you that's not playing, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? You know, having everything. No, but for real, what I really think that the rich life is is living a life that is fulfilling and happy for you. That's healthy. That you can wake up every day and say, "I love walking into this building." I my my like the best feeling I ever get is when I hit that set. I I, I feel like I'm just superwoman when I hit a set. I just because that's that's why. I, I love, that's my love. You know, that's what living a healthy, wealthy, rich life is, is really just enjoying it. Like okay. living that that warmth from just loving every day that you wake up. No, every day is not going to be perfect. But the fact of the matter, like he said, you can turn around and make a joke, or, you know, out of something and you laugh. That's that's really what being rich is. I mean, of course, I want the bags, the shoes, the house, the yacht, the trips, the diamonds, of course. Um, I'll drink to that. <laughs> All right. So, Tracy, I'm going to pose that same question to you. What does living a rich life mean to you? All right. Take yourself off uh, mute. Hold on one second. Got to get that mute off. Okay. There it is. There it is. So, for me, it's probably because I'm a little older than y'all. And uh, for me, at this stage of my life, it's more like I just repeat because I've, I've, and I don't say this uh, egotistically, but I've done yeah, almost everything I wanted. I've done, I've done almost everything I wanted to do. I've traveled the world a couple times over. So at this point, it's, uh, it's for me, it's family. Watching our kids get to where they gotta go, and I ain't gotta worry. So that's the rich life for me. Where I can sit back and look at the truth of my labor. So if I can get that and, and not worry and I worry about my daughter and I'm good. Children, you serious, boy. Take your time. Take your time, baby. Oh, I am. 
scared. I don't know what I don't know. What, I don't know what to. I don't know what to do with y'all at, at this point. I'm I tell you, I'm, I'm normally not lost, but I, I, at this point, I don't know. What to do with y'all. All right. I, I will say something that during this time, you know, we, uh, we have living a bit like closing the wall. Um, but before we do that, um, I am going to. Tracy, you. This is Black History Month, so we're gonna we're gonna have you ask answer a few questions as well. See what your Black History is like. Well, he probably know. That's not fair. Well, we'll, we'll see. All right. We'll Patty McDaniel became the first Black Oscar winner for what film? It's a Wonderful Life, Born with the Wind, Citizen Kane, Casablanca. With the wind. Right. That, is, that is correct. That is correct. Hey, that's not fair. Okay. Look, look. It's my job to know this thing. I know. I knew that one. Look, and this, this, and this is before this is before Jennifer was Lauren. So, in 1968, she became the first black woman in Congress. Shirley Chisholm, Shirley Chisholm Price, Shirley Chisholm. Stop. It's stop right there. <laughs> okay, okay. I I actually graduated. Right? Come on, man. Huh? See, that's, see, that's not even fair. Cause you want Jesus? That's not fair. All right, we're gonna we're gonna give him one more. Right? <laughs> one more. Come on, one more. The first black general in the U.S. military. In what grade? U.S. Marine Corps. You just said that. It's actually the army. The army. Oh. You got me. You got me. You got me. Because I'm a Marine. I'm going to always say a Marine. Exactly. I figured as much. So before we close out again, it's Living a Rich Life, Closing Remarks. Uh, Love you. Lauren, Tracy, um, and we'll start with Lauren. Anything that you'd like to share with um, our viewers and our audience before we close out? I just want to tell everybody to love yourself no matter what. And don't judge compared to other people because we wear makeup and we have editing. Everybody makes mistakes and stay strong. Okay. Oh, make sure you check me out, Instagram. <laughs> and Tracy, anything for our audience you want to share before we close out? Yeah, the old colloquialism here. Go. You ready? Yes. Hang around. Hang around. Nine broke people is gonna be the tip. If you're the smartest one in the group, find you a new group. Peace. Facts. Oh, I love Facts. it. I, I, Facts. Love it. I say it all the time. I can't know everything. If I know everything, I, I can stay away from you. That's why I hang by myself. I'm that smarter than me. I don't want to hear nobody. Well, folks, um, we had a special here today. We had Lauren Hendricks and Tracy Weggs. Uh, and we normally don't have them first on at the same time. So, um, again, we're going to do our little bit of closing the mark. And, Monty, let's, uh, let's meet Tracy. And I need you both to stay on while, while, while I do this. So, uh, this is Black History Month. So, let me say, uh, let me share a few famous quotes. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. That's by the late, great Martin Luther King Jr. Education is the most powerful weapon which you can use to change the world. Nelson Mandela, 
In recognizing the humanity of fellow beings, we pay ourselves the highest tribute. Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. Remember, folks, keep striving, my people. My one ask for today is use the past as a guide and not a guarantee. Thank you, Lauren Hendricks and Tracy Wiggs for sharing your story, sharing your, 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 your insight into the entertainment industry. If you are inspiring, if you have an inspiring story to tell, you can contact me at uh, livingarichlife.net and hit the contact us. Um, until next week, continue to be inspired to live a rich life. This is Rich James saying goodnight. Thank you for tuning in to beexposedradio.com. Until next week, be inspired. Yes. I love it. I love it.